Hey everybody, welcome back to Trailblazers Radio. So glad you could join us. We've got a great show for you guys today. In this episode, we talk to gospel singer Lonnie Crawford. We talk about her humble beginnings as a preacher's kid to a nationally and globally known artist. We also talk about how proper alignment is so important when engaging in life's journey. We also talk about the evolution of my favorite song, Where You Lead Me, from concept to recording. This is a very powerful interview with a very powerful person. And now, my interview with Lonnie Crawford. So distributed through, uh, through, your, through your favorite streaming service, with, such as Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify. So make sure you follow us on that as well. And I also want to thank all our all our listeners, all our our viewers and our followers for just continuing to be so loyal and so continue to support us and be and be and support us, man. We we most definitely mm-hmm. appreciate that. Thank you so very very much mm-hmm. for that. And last but most certainly not least, I do I got I gotta give I gotta give it up to I gotta give it up to the man upstairs. I gotta give it up to God because without him, I most mm-hmm. definitely do not exist. This I don't exist. <laughs> this podcast doesn't exist. And my and my two. And my two beautiful co-hosts don't, you know, we don't exist, man. I promise you, we don't exist. So thank you very much for, thank you guys so very much for that. Now, the last thing I want to do before I introduce this, this wonderful young lady here, this is a public service announcement, man. And this is, I'm doing this for a friend of mine. And this is, this is for, this is for anybody that's in the Georgia area, but also anyone else that may, that may see or notice this. Um, have a good friend of mine. Um, her name is Crystal. She, her two, her two boys are missing. Um, Jesus. they were last seen, they were last seen at their residence on May 25th of 2001 in Conyers. Um, Contreras and Antrell Mathis. Um, if you guys, if you guys have seen, if you guys have seen is, have seen these two boys, please. There's a, there's a post out, there's a post out and I'll, and I'll repost it. Uh, I want you guys to please contact the Conyers Police Department or, you know, or contact Miss Mathis and I'll make sure I put that post out there for you guys. Mm-hmm. So you guys will take a look, take a look. And if you guys have interest, by all means, share it, please, please share it. And again, this is just a public service announcement. I'm a good friend of mine. Crystal Mathis are two boys, Antrell and, um, Antrell and Kentrez are both, are both missing. Um, we, like I said, any information, please contact the Carnage Police Department or contact Miss Mathis directly. I'll make sure there's a post in Facebook and also on the Trailblazers Trailblazers mm-hmm. Radio Trailblazers Radio Facebook page in regards to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We most definitely pray for the safe return yes. of these two boys. Yeah. Um, to be back with their mom. Um, to to be returned back to their mother with no hurt or harm yes. or no or and out of danger. Thank so you, Lord. we most definitely are mm-hmm. pro with Crystal. We're most definitely praying for you and praying for the safe return, safe return of your boys. So please guys, just contact the Carnage Police Department if you see them. And with that being said, this young lady that I have in the building with us tonight, um, she needs no introduction, but I am going to do (laughs) the very best that I possibly can to give this young lady the best introduction that I know that I possibly can do. So, this young lady, she is, she has a compassion for spreading the, spreading the gospel of Jesus through the vehicle of music. Um, for over two decades, she's done, she's carried this, carried this mantle to share God's grace and love. Um, 
by giving, first of all, by giving her her life to Christ at a very young age. Um, this lady, this young lady is a, this lady was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. So she's a, so she's a, so she's a native. And she, this person, she shares, she shares the gospel on American soil as well as overseas as well. So she's been a worship leader in various churches and she continues to minister in song and conferences, um, and events. So, Without any further ado, I want to introduce to, I want to introduce to some and reintroduce to a whole lot of other people. <laughs> My special guest, Miss Lonnie Crawford. Hello, hello! Thank you so much for having me. I'm so oh, excited. Thank you man. for the invitation. I appreciate it. Oh, look! <laughs> I really thank do. you. Thank first of all, thank you for accepting the invitation. Oh, I'm so appreciative of that. Oh, and, I appreciate it. Look, I'm, and I'm, I'm so I'm excited. To, I'm excited to have you on the show tonight. And well, I'm uh, excited to be here. So, <laughs> man, look, it's, it's, it's been it's, it's been a, it's been a while since I had, it's been a while since I had an independent artist here on the show. Okay. So, I, I just sometimes I just I just like to just just shoot barrages of questions at them. Uh oh, uh oh, let's go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. So man, so you know, I mean, I will let's get it, let's get into this. Man. Let's, let's get, get into it. it. Let's get so, into it. First and foremost, I mean, you've been doing this for a very, very long time. Yes. Yeah. I mean, a really, really, I won't say a real long time, but you've been <laughs> real, long, long, long time. for quite some time. <laughs> uh huh. Yes. My friend, I guess the first question that I want to ask is, you know, and this is kind of one of those, one of those questions that some people might ask lastly, but I'm gonna ask okay. it right now. Okay. So you've been doing this for a while, a good, a good, a good long while. Mm-hmm. How do you find longevity into this? How do you find longevity in this? Um, staying authentic to what you, what your, your calling is, your voice, your sound. Um, because there's so many other sounds out there going on. Stay true to what you, your sound is. I mean, if you look at some of the artists that are out now, I'm going to throw their names. I can say CeCe Winans. She has a particular sound. Um, and that's what attracts me to people with that longevity is that you know their sound. Um, even if they changed it, it, it up, but you, you know their sound and their message is relevant. So keeping your message relevant, it helps a great deal. That's, that's, that's one of my big things about longevity. Knowing what you're doing it for and who you're doing it for. You know, I'm, it, it's an audience of one. And so that that keeps it that keeps it concrete, that keeps it settled in that. So I won't get run astray by different things that are going because it's always a trend going. But you stay right. true to the course, you know, to your message. Man, that's and that's a that's a great answer, because I mean, even in my and even in the realm that I'm in with mm-hmm. podcasting and writing, mm-hmm. I mean, it's I won't say it's difficult to find longevity, mm-hmm. but it, for me, it's easier to find longevity in one thing than it is another. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but you mentioned like you're, you, it's an audience for you. It's a, for you mentioned it's an audience of one. Mm-hmm. Expound on, expound on that a little bit. Um, I'm worshiping God and I, and I'm, I'm giving praise to him. And in that process, I want to lead people to Christ. So I don't want them leading them to Lonnie. I mean, you have to see me. Of course, I'm the package. But at the end of the day, I want the lyrics to have been biblically sound that is leading you to Christ. So if that makes any sense, I don't want you to be like, 
Lonnie the bomb. She the bomb. God is the bomb. So even if I say, even if somebody say, oh, Lonnie, you up. Bless the Lord. But I take it right. Hey, give it right <laughs> to God because I can't breathe, sing, remember words, do anything without the grace of God. So like how you started off, I'm nothing without him. So basically that that's what that's what helps you know, <laughs> with yeah. me. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good answer though. Because some people look at it as, I'm now, you know, me, not, I mean, I'm not, well, I just, I'm just going to put it out there. I mean, I'm not the church person. Okay. Okay. But, I, but again, I, but I do, but, but I do believe in God and I do believe okay. that, you know, that G that, that, you know, that Jesus rose, rose for us on, you know, for, for our sins and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm not, but I'm not, the, I'm not the church. I'm not a church guy. Okay. Okay. So, a lot in, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to offend any, you know, praise and worship people uh-huh. that's listening to this. Okay. But the question I'm going to ask you kind of would sound slightly controversial, but I don't. But I don't want it to sound that way. Okay. Well, give it to me. <laughs> a, a lot. A, a lot. A lot of. A lot of people look at you know praise and worship uh-huh. as more of a performance than uh-huh. it is the opposite. Than it is what I mentioned earlier. Okay. Uh huh. What. What different? What differentiates that from? Well, what 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 makes it similar, and what makes it and what makes it different? Okay. Now you said you said that it could be performance. You said it looks like sometimes it can be performance. When yep. okay. Now I could say that one of my favorite scriptures is um, John four twenty four, which says, um, "God is the spirit, and he that worships him must worship him in spirit and in truth." Now, when I say that. I'm making sure that when I'm worshiping, I'm worshiping unto God. And you do have to have stage presence. Nobody, even if you're singing a song, it's nothing wrong. I'm very demonstrative just by, that's just me. I'm telling you, I can explain to you about ABC and I'm like, hands moving, everything. That's a part of my personality. When you are doing anything, like if I'm worshiping, God wants your personality in it. You know what I'm saying? Your personality is different than mine. Mm. You know, so I'm going to, say the same sentence and I may express it differently. Now, now I will say this. There are performances. There are ones that you're like, eh, I ain't sense no anointing on that. I will <laughs> say that that, that does, that is the case, but I'm not here to judge, you know, whether that is, you know, whether that goes on. I try to make sure that I'm not doing it, you know, when I am getting up to minister, because like, again, it goes back to being the audience of one. If I'm doing this right here, you're going to be stepping into my time with God. We're going to go on a journey together. So there's no performance, but I'm demonstrative. So that's just, that's it. You're going to see my hands go up. You're going to see me move, but it's not performance for me. It's a heart posture. It's a heart posture. So God knows your heart, whether it's performance or whether it's genuine. So it could go either way, you know, unfortunately, 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 you know, (laughs) Got it. I got it. I got you. I got you. And I like the reason. I, and I like that answer. And again, I didn't. I didn't want it to make it sound like it was being controversial. Oh, no, or, no, no. Or, or, or <laughs> offset it to some people because some people look at that. Well, it's not. A, it's not a. You. I. I've heard that argument on a couple of times. Uh huh. I have to say. I have to say that you know, that's like ministering. Someone can say that it didn't take all that for that, and it's just it's everybody's preference. But you might feel like that's performance. It's okay to have your opinion about that. It could be that you feel, uh, but somebody else that might have blessed. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because 
even me and the the when I can I'm like so I'm so I'm, I'm gonna put it out there seriously honestly speaking my my favorite my favorite two my favorite two gospel artists is, mm-hmm. are Fred Hammond and Mary Mary so okay I'm, okay okay Fred I'm, Detroit Detroit <laughs> so I'm so I'm so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump out there and I'm gonna jump out there and say that okay my favorite those are those are my two favorite ones okay and what what put what pulled me to what pulled me to Fred Hammond was I think one of one of his um one of his CDs pulled me into it and it wasn't and it wasn't just the the melodies or the you know the smooth guitar playing and things that of bass. that nature yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it wasn't any of that it was wow it it was his voice but also how he how he how he pulled me how he pulled me in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's you it. know what I'm saying how he how he pulled me in and and, and I'm like. Really? Wow! Wow! Like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, and 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 it's like and it's those. What what song was it that that really really pulled me in? Oh, a closer walk by Fred oh, Hammond. Wow! Yeah, that was that was that was that was a song that was a song for me, and I wow. was like, yeah. And it wasn't like I said, it wasn't the vo- it wasn't the voice or the vocals or the melody of the song. Mm-hmm. It's when you when you listen to when you listen I, for me. When when I listen to words of a song, I uh-huh. I, I match them up to I match them up to my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of what he, a lot of what for that song for me spoke a lot, spoke a lot of what I was what I what I was going through in my life at that time. There you and go. Every once in a while, I still play it because uh-huh. you know yeah. I, because it because it brings that sense of serenity and peace to me That's when it. I listen to it. I'm like. That's the power of music. I'm telling oh you, it's a. <laughs> and that, and you know what? The funny part about it, that song, yeah, that song to this day, and I, I that song, re, that song remains to have regular play. Jesus. On my wow. playlist. That, look. <laughs> on my playlist. <laughs> on your playlist. <laughs> when I when I walk yeah. in, when I'm exercising, yeah, that yeah. song remains on my playlist from you know from the time I heard it to this day forward. Wow. Wow. Powerful. It's powerful. It's it powerful. Is, oh man, the folks. I mean, folks do not understand how powerful music can be, and it doesn't matter the form. It doesn't. It doesn't matter the form, but it, it's and like you mentioned earlier, it's a it's a connection with connection with your heart. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's definitely a connection. Now you can tell. I I really like to hear backdrops of songs because it really lets you know kind of. Where were they at when they were writing that song? Exactly. I love to hear that. And I'm like, wow. And they didn't come out with a Kumbaya song. They came out with a Victoria song, but I can hear their heart in the lyrics, you know, just their lyric position. I love it. I just love it. Oh yeah, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> and then, and another, another guy, another person that I, you know, that I'm beginning to start listening to a little bit more, um, mm-hmm. Jay Moss. Oh yes. Oh yeah. You just DL Detroit a bit. <laughs> Look. Look, Ooh, those I can't two, <laughs> them two guys, and then also, um, you know, I got, you know, I got to get, you know, you know, then also, you know, um, Ken Jones, uh, uh-huh. oh, D-Hat, yeah. D-Hat, D-Hat. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 powerhouses, powerhouses, yeah. and it's different flavors. Like I said, we are all, and I love that, 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 that music is not boring. Everybody's not supposed to sound the same way. That goes back to knowing your sound. 
Canton Jones, I have heard songs by Canton Jones and heard testimonies of his songs, and that's Christian hip hop, and it's blessed me. Whereas I can listen to Fred Hammond and it's blessed me. It's a variety and it's so it's such a blessing, you know. Man, I'm <laughs> telling you, I mean, it's when when I when I heard when I heard Canton Jones, I was like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> this still then then and then my and then you know when I heard when I started listening to Lecrae, that's when my whole uh-huh. mind just blew. It blew. <laughs> like, wait a minute, this dude, this dude, this dude, lyrical. Lyrical. You're like, wait a minute, what did he just say? <laughs> Hold on. Oh Press goodness. rewind. Wait a minute, what's that? <laughs> what did you just say, sir? Sir, let me let me see. Yeah. Look, I mean, it, and, I, and the funny part about it is, it's like it, and again, it's it's universal. Yes. Yes. It, it translate. It translates. And it trans it's trans it's translates and it's trans it's transformative. Uh-huh. It's for some, it's just something about for me, you know, now again, I'm a again, this is just my history. I, I grew up in a I grew up in a Baptist church. Okay, me too. Southern, Southern <laughs> Baptist Church is that. Okay. So then you it's you are so you already know where where I'm about to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Deacons doing the hymnals. I, I know. Yeah, I know. They were the praise team before the yes, praise sir. team. Already yes, know. And yes, they might ma'am. not have all been on the right key, but they was the praise team. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I get it. I exactly. Get it. And, you know, now for you, your, did your, did your music, did your, now did your love of music start at an early age or did it, was something that you kind of jumped into as you got, you know, as you got older? Well, to, to flashback, like, way back. Not too long back, but way back. Um, not, not, not the once upon a time thing, right? Once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, okay. But really, in all honesty, my mother said that um, when I was a baby, that was one of the things she did. She would play music for me and put me in the um, the crib. She played a lot of music. And as a baby, I would hum to it. Like, surprisingly, I would be on key and just just very musically in tune. And um, I was her first child, so she was wondering why everything, I was singing everything. I was singing, Mommy, can I have a cookie? Mom? You know, everything <laughs> was singing. So she's like, this child just sings, sings, sings. So she had a baby choir. I started out, and my first song was Precious Lord, Take My Hand, with all this vibrato at three years old. My father's a, a pastor, so I'm a PK, so I know all too well <laughs> um, when you said the deacons, I know too well. God rest they soul, but I know all too well. And um, yeah, so music's always been around me, just always. And we play. And one thing I loved about when my family music was always a part of our lives, we played the forty five, the you know, uh, uh, what do you call the albums? We played oh, that. My yeah. dad had real to real. And it wasn't <laughs> so you know he going back. You can put like twenty albums on it, man. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday nights, Saturday, Saturday, e Saturday mornings in my in my house as a kid. <laughs> oh my goodness. Jumping. Jumping. We had Jumping. music. Man, look, wake up, wake up to the spinners, the barcades, the oh, Isley Brothers, man, the whispers, and the, <laughs> on a Saturday morning. So for me, it was it was it was always like those that music. Yeah. You know yeah. the barcades or the whispers or the Isley Brothers or the Spinners, yeah. and then and then and then and then that's and then that smell of that smell of pine. Pine saw you knew it. Get up and get the cleaning. That was I still do that to this day. And, I still get up Saturday and we do a big clean on Saturday. Yeah, I'm telling you that's 
that for me that was that was my that was the thing that kind of drew me into a lot of music. I mean, because you know, from even for me now, I mean, I tell I tell I I'll jump on the way back machine for a lot with a lot of folks. Nah, mm-hmm. I jump to the way back, man. Look, <laughs> I tell I take take you back to take you back to um, to rapper's delight. <laughs> oh my good, oh yeah, oh yeah, classic, classic. <laughs> oh, better yeah, you know, then then we can go to nucleus jam on it. And then, oh you know, my lord, you going back? Oh, but, <laughs> but now, but for me, I'm now as because I'm a much older person now. I'm, I I can I kind of stay in the '90s and the early 2000s. So okay, I kind I kind of okay. I kind of stay right, kind of stay right there. Stay right there. That's your that's yeah. your spot right there. Okay, yeah, that, that's my that's my lane right there. That's my lane. <laughs> you know, I, and I stay in that lane. Now, for like as far as your musical influences were. Well, you can now, a lot of people, a lot of music, a lot of artists, independent or signed that I ask this question, they tend to think about it a little bit, but then they, then they come, then they come right out. Now, where your, your musical influences, now, because you're a gospel, because you're a girl, now, do you consider yourself a gospel artist or do you consider yourself Christian or contemporary Christian? Which, which, how do you categorize yourself? A gospel artist. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Good, because, all of the yeah. <laughs> too many categories. Spreading the good news. That's it. That's why I keep it at gospel. And, and I'm about to say too many categories for me to try to figure that out right now. <laughs> so, your musical influences. Mm-hmm. Were you influenced by gospel artists first, or were you were you influenced by secular artists first? Um, I would have to say gospel because I was introduced to that first but um I've always loved music compositions like earth wind and fire and Mm. stuff like that I would listen to instrumentals like that you know uh, appreciating the instruments so um yeah but it was gospel because that was the first thing I was introduced to but in my like I said my parents broadened it out because you know you're training up your children we were we were we're living in a Christian household that's what we play but they also opened us up to so many other artists as well. Got you. I got you. Most definitely understand that one because, uh, yeah, because I know for me, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, again, being born, you know, being born in the in the MTV, I call it the MTV VH1 mm-hmm. generation. I remember. Yes, that's me. <laughs> it's exactly. So, so we, so we, so you, we're on the same page. Uh huh. Growing up in that generation, and then also, you know. Being exposed to up to so many genres right. of music, and then you know, kind of finally settling on, you know, hip hop and R and B, at least for me anyway. Mm-hmm. And then, and then mostly everybody. And I'm, I'm kind. Of, I want to walk, kind of walk back to what you said earlier about when I asked you about, you know, how do you categorize yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I could ever be in a category I don't think okay okay and the reason I say that is because especially when it comes to when it comes to gospel because you have you have traditional gospel you have contemporary mm-hmm. gospel you have mm-hmm. you have um, Christian hip hop and yeah things of that and all all of that and I'm, and I'm glad that you said you just put yourself as a gospel artist period mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah because then you have all these, you have you have someone it that's here, down. Yeah. you have someone that's here, you have someone that's there. Like, wait a minute, ain't, <laughs> the, 
ain't this all ain't this all for glory? together right right ain't this all for the glory you got i mean that's yeah hold on wait a minute can can we all just get along in the same <laughs> in the same house right right the same house <laughs> so i'm glad so i'm glad that you said that you put yourself in just that one why mm-hmm. category because mm-hmm. you have so many things in here 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 that's confusing to me stop it yeah, I mean, when we get back to just, I mean, I, I say gospel because I'm spreading the good news. So that one, that caught me. I was like, that's when I'm spreading good news over music, you know, over anointed music. It's the gospel, the gospel of Jesus. So that's exactly. what I want to spread at the end of the day, you know, so. Exactly, exactly. So, so you, so you went, so you, so you're a piece of your PK. Yes. <laughs> so you, so you, so you know, so you know all about using the, you know, all about that type of stuff. You know, <clears throat> being a PK, where you did they all where you always put out or put out in the open like that to perform? I won't say to perform, but to sing. Oh yeah, I'm gonna tell you, my dad. I know, and he's the original Lonnie. My dad's name is Lonnie, and um, he would. My dad, he would start a song. He'd be up preaching and start it too high, and he'd be like, <laughs> uh, "Baby, come on up here and finish the song." I don't even know where you're at on the song. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's going to get me on this, but yes. <laughs> but he would, that's what he would do. But my mother trained us, trained us up singing as a little kid. So, but. Got you. Yeah. Got you. And so now, now outside of your mom, now outside of your, outside of your mom training, you did you have any other formal training outside of that? Yes, I did for a little bit. I did go and get some training from um, the late um, Dr. Maddie Moss Clark. And also um, it was Karen Clark Sheard. And who else was there? Um, and um, Dorinda. It was at the um, the oh, was it conservatory that was in Detroit. So I did go. I did there there for a little bit of time. So yeah. You man, you first of all, you just mentioned some some powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that for a little bit of time. That you mentioned, and then, <laughs> you mentioned some powerhouses for real. Yeah, for real. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what was that experience like? You know, with, with you know, with with Karen and Dorinda. How what was that experience like? It was it was it was nice. Um, the only thing is that I will say this: I have a different sound, um, and that was where I it kind of I didn't stay very long because, as you know, I don't know if you know how the Detroit sound is. It's it's runs and it's going to town. I don't, and there's nothing wrong with that. God bless. But I just wasn't that type. That wasn't my form of singing. I did mm-hmm. learn from like the be- the breath control and, you know, that uh, learning all of us. I took a lot of great nuggets from it, but I didn't stay as long as I probably could have. Mm-hmm. But um, I wasn't the one that sings really. I don't sing really high in the rafters. They get down. I mean, when I say oh, yeah. they handle that, I, hats off to them. But yeah, um, yeah. Man. When they get when they get down, they get down. They get down. Dr. Maddie Moss Clark, she did not play, and um, oh my goodness, such a great instructor, though. Yeah, man. I mean, I've, I've heard, I've heard of like, I've heard songs with um, with Karen and Dorinda together. I'm like, how are they doing that? Yeah, she didn't play, and they have one sound. Like it's like she made sure that their voices just matched together. Just, I mean, just skilled, really skilled, and anointed, anointed. Very- very, very much, much so. Very mm-hmm. much so. Mm-hmm. So, in regard, in, in addition to the vocal training, did you now? Did you did you did your father show? Did your father teach you how to play an instrument? 
I tried to play the piano for a little bit. I I did take lessons for that. I am in the process of getting back into that. Um, I studied that for a while. I'm not where I want to be. It's not my first instrument. My my voice is my first instrument, but I am working on doing that. It will help with my I saw I'm I'm a songwriter, so I believe that would help with my chords and different things like that. So yes. Not, it's never too late. Never too late. Oh, it's, no. Never too late. Uh, never too late to try to pick up an instrument and try to learn how to play definitely, it. Definitely. Definitely. I, mean, I so, I so want to play. I so want to learn how to play an acoustic guitar, but... But I'm what? Left, I'm left-handed. That, my, my, both of my dads are left-handed. Stop pause. You got it? Go ahead. <laughs> But they they always they, they always look at us off like, man y'all some weird people. Nah, nah, brilliant people, brilliant people. Nah, just, <laughs> just, we just we just like just slightly smarter than you. That's all. <laughs> all the yeah, left handers, both of my dad, left handed. Yeah, man, I know some great left handers. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's what that's what's up though. I mean, so from being a preacher's kid, you know, yeah. being, you know, singing singing songs and you're singing songs and you're finding your father's church, and then mm-hmm. you know now you kind of what <clears throat> what what made what made you what made you want to jump out into the you know the main what made you want to jump out to the mainstream music part well i've always um i've done some recording with my siblings we had a group back in the day um we were the batiste with um, my siblings it was four of us and um i took a break for a minute raising my family and all those but i always had that dream to go back to get into music and what happened was I was living we were living in Georgia for a while and I had been writing you know just I've always had journals and this one gentleman that knew me from Detroit he was like I gotta get you in this we gotta get you some get you off the bench that was basically it get you off the bench and he started me back to recording you know just he took brought his equipment and we went to town and just that's where my singles were recorded with him. Um, um, Dino, Dino Daniels. Yes. Serena, I call Serendale Daniels. Yes. <laughs> so he got me off the bench. So that helped, you know, but for a while it was just, I was singing, but I was singing with my kids. I was writing memory verses for them. I, I'm a um, first grade. I was a first grade teacher. So I was teaching my kids through music and um, different things like that. But music never left me. But getting into the mainstream, someone, he just knocked on and said, let's do this. Let's go for it. So now, <clears throat> now, now, jump, now jumping back from seeing it with your kids, uh-huh. was it, was there, was there any like initial fear or doubt into that? Oh, yes. Oh my goodness. It's no joke. And considering, first of all, I thought, for a long time, because I was doing it behind the scenes, I thought God had forgotten about me, about my dreams that I wanted to become a singer, to be able to write. And I just kept writing. And I thought for a long time, I said, Daddy, did you forget about me? And he was like, no, just keep on writing. Keep on writing. And I was writing and raising my kids was first and foremost. And, you know, making sure my family had a great foundation, my husband and I, making sure they have a great foundation. That's our first ministry. And just moving forward from that, I was scared. Yes, I thought I was the the enemy had told me many times, you're too old. You're washed up. When I did step out, you're too old. And it was so many times I wanted to quit. But my husband was like, oh, no, you're not going to quit. That's Mm. not going to happen. So he was my he has always been my biggest cheerleader, supporter. Like, no, 
you're not going to do it because of fear. Now, if God tells you to sit down, that's a different thing. But if you're going to sit down because of fear, no, we're going to press past fear. And he encouraged me, like, go ahead, baby. Someone needs to hear what you have to say. And it's time. And you, this right. is your season. So he just encouraged me. Yes. But fear, right. yes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just to, just to expound a little bit on that, it, a little bit, just as a, it, it really, it really doesn't matter whether you're an artist mm-hmm. or you are a author, podcaster, whatnot. You mm-hmm. know, fear is that one thing that will, that will, that will grip you and it uh-huh. will just really just kind of make you feel like you really, you don't belong there or you really mm-hmm. don't need to you don't yeah. you don't want to do this again or right and like nah you don't want that's like nah you don't want to do that yeah you're too old for that you yeah you, you watched up for that voice. yep nobody nobody wants it nobody wants to hear what you got to say mm-hmm. you know what you're saying is the same what you're saying is the same thing all everybody all else saying right, right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you kind of you look at just you look you i know for me and you've been i'm pretty i'm and maybe you might agree with this i know for mm-hmm. me when it came to the fear part of it, I just looked at it like, to me, I look at it like nobody, nobody else is doing what I'm doing in the fashion that I'm doing it in. Mm-hmm, 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 nobody's mm-hmm. delivering this the way that I'm delivering it. Nobody's writing about this the way right. that I'm writing about it. Right. right. Nobody's doing. Nobody's doing these types of shows with diverse or diverse artists of all genres of music mm-hmm. and also all genres of, of literature the way I'm doing it. Right, right. And it's like, well, hell, I just created my own lane. <laughs> Look. I just yeah. created my own lane. And and I think sometimes, I think a lot of us, when we think, when we look at it from that aspect of it, we don't, we don't take, we don't, look. we look at it because we want to be in everybody else's lane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we don't create our own lane, mm-hmm. and it's so simple. It's just simple as just to fall in somebody else's highway and just ride down. Right. When, you can, when it's easy, when to me it's much easier to just create my own lane and just roll with that, and just roll with that, and be yeah. okay with that. Be okay it's, with that. Um, yeah. Oh, most definitely. And you know, I know, and like you mentioned, the fear for you because you, you know, watch the, they say you're old, you watch mm-hmm. up, you can't do this mm-hmm. anymore, you can't mm-hmm. hold, you're not gonna be able to hold a note, you ain't gonna be able to compete with everybody else. Right. And besides besides, you know, just you know, and, and I know you answered this earlier. I know besides your husband and mm-hmm. you know and, mm-hmm. and and the grace of God. Oh, oh, definitely. Woo, yes. And the and the and the grace of God, you know, who I mean who who else besides that, who else was it? Oh, what the Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I apo- I apologize, I apologize, I apologize. I think our guest, I think our guest just left the studio, but hopefully she'll return, she'll return, she'll return. Hopefully she'll return. Um, when she does, when she returns, hopefully we'll we'll continue our interview. But I want you guys to continue to like us and follow us on our page at uh on our page at Trailblazer Radio on Facebook and also on also on Trailblaze Radio on YouTube and and also every and also all and everywhere else and also make make sure you check us out on on Anchor because we do because we do we do uh we do upload to Anchor and it all and it also be it's also distributed on other podcasts other other places where you get your where you get your where you get your podcast 
And there she goes. Hold on. Let me let me get her back in. Hold on. There she goes. Uh, I don't know what, what happened. happened. I don't know. I was like, I was like oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. So it's sorry about that. No, you're you know you're fine. You're fine. You're 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 fine. So, like I said, with you know. With the grace of God and with the support mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. your of your husband and your family, family, yes. Was there was there was there anybody outside of family that that showed you that unwavering support? Oh my goodness, I have so many people to name. I mean, really, outside of family um, that have prayed for me and supported me. Gosh, there's so many. I don't want to forget anybody because I have so many people. Oh my gosh, that has really help me that's outside of my family i would say um sheree gladney um she's outside of my family marley i have danielle womack i have oh my goodness i have my prayer team um the lampkins it's so many people that i don't want to forget anybody but they have said something in 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 various seasons of my life Mm -hmm. that have helped me so it's hard to say i I don't want to miss anybody because they were they were very intricate in certain parts of my life, I'll just you know the the phrase I always like to say you know blame blame my mind and not Char- my heart. Charge my charge it to my head and not my heart. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> because yeah. when you have when you have that many people that's that's behind you, yeah. You know, and the funny and the thing that I and this is the thing that I always say, especially when it comes to my two co-hosts, mm-hmm. is and the people that support us. I don't I don't look at those people as behind us. Mm-hmm. I look mm-hmm. at those people as to the to the left or to the right of me. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, and it pretty much segues into that. It segues into what I'm about to ask you. Okay. You know, because a lot of people say that we, you know, that I have these people behind me. How important is it to have people that is that are aligned with you? Oh. That is so important to have people that are aligned with you as well as when I say aligned with you, they're not only going to tell you when you're good. They're going to tell you when you need to get things adjusted. That's a real friend. That's somebody that's aligned with you. And I need people that in the spirit, they're they're connected in the spirit. Like if they're they're, they're going to contact me, what you going through? We're doing life together, not just with the music. We're raising our kids together. We're going through marriage together. All of these different things, it helps so much to have someone that people that are aligned with you. Yes. With anything, I think things need to be aligned. A car needs to be aligned. Those yeah. things, you know, you run into trouble when things are not aligned. Yeah. Man, look, and and I and I and I tell and I the reason I and I say that and I ask that because, you know, and I, I kinda knew the answer that you were gonna say because it's I'll say this. And a lot of people will, will most definitely, hopefully they'll agree. Mm-hmm. It's important to have people that are to the, now it's, it's good to have, it's, it's good to have people that are, that have your back mm-hmm. when certain situations arise. Mm-hmm. It's also good to have people that are in front of you when certain situations arise. Yeah. Yeah. But it's even, but to me it's even, it's better to have people that walk side yeah. by side with you. Yeah. Yeah, you know they don't have they don't have to be in the same step as you are, but they're but right. they're walking side by side with you. Truly, they're 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 sharing those those ups and those downs and those good days and those bad days and those happy days yes. and those sad days. Life, life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
it's good to have those people that are to the front and to the back of you because those people to the front of your back of you serve a serve a purpose as well. They do. They do. You know, mm-hmm. the people in front of you protect you from the things that come, the things that come from you. The thing people in the back of you are always going to be your rear guard. They're going to make sure yeah. that no one sneaks up behind you yeah. and get, gets the jump on you. Those people to those people to your front and your, your left and your right. They protect. To, I look at those people as the people that you walk with. Now, don't now. I'm now. I look at this as all encompassing because everybody from each direction walks with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the people that are aligned with you are the ones that protect your flanks mm-hmm. from the left and the right. Now, because now you know, there because we can we can see things in our peripheral, but we can't see things. We don't we don't that see blind everything. Spot. That, yeah, I we don't see everything. My blind spot. <laughs> exactly. Those people are the ones that protect yeah. your blind spots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The unseen stuff, the stuff that come come at you without warning. Yeah, the, the stuff in the front and the back is those. That stuff, the front stuff in the front, you can see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The stuff in the back, you can you can hear that. Mm, okay. The, the left and the right, you, you can't always see that because like we all have blind spots. Just we like all have car blind does. spots, right? Right. And you got to be able to have those folks to say, "Hey, well, you might want to you might want to stop going for this direction because you're going you're gonna hit something." And those could be mentors that are going the ones that have stepped before you in, and those it's always good to have someone that is pouring into you, yeah. um, that has either. They're, you know, someone you like, well, I, I like how they're going and I like their direction and they're going to give you guidance. They may say, hey, don't do that. I tried that. Let's pray about it. You know, let's yes. pray about that before you make that decision. Or I've worked with these people and, I, you know, they give you those leeways. That helps a great deal. It does. It does. But those are very special people. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, man, let me tell you. And I see, and I see Eric said, he said, every six months, you better get that car so you can stay on the course. <laughs> that's, my, that's my crazy brother right there. Man, look. Love him. Love let me him. tell that's you, brother. Let me tell you, very true, my friend. Very true. I mean, it's so important to have people align with you because, mm-hmm. like you mentioned earlier, these these are people that, you know, regardless of whether direction they, they, they protect you or they're with you from, they mm-hmm. all share, they all share a special connection. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And they have an intimate knowledge of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they so so they so they know what they know what triggers you. They know mm-hmm. what you know. They know what makes you angry. They know what makes you happy. They know what makes you sad. They know if they know if they see a specific look on your face. They know that they know. They know safe, it. Right. They, they know they know minimal safe distance. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or they yeah. see another look on your face. Oh wait, maybe maybe she need a hug, or maybe she need <laughs> right, to right, hug right. it out. Maybe she need right, right. <laughs> you know they what I'm saying? Know. Yeah. And then exactly. when, you have to have those people that get that throw that tough love at you. And, oh yes, uh, that's the only way. I think that that helps you to grow. I don't want a lot of yes people around me. Oh, you're doing such a good good job, and you let me hit a wall. I'm like, you saw that coming. Now let me know. Hey, sis. Nah, babe. Nah. You know. Or, <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Let me know. Don't let me hit a brick wall. And you say, I, w- I was going to tell you. That's not a friend to me. Right. I-, I was going to be be safe with telling me because I think I'm a pretty open person that you could tell me that and I wouldn't get offended, you know, by that because I know your heart. You have we have an equity there. We have a friendship, family equity that's been invested. So, exactly. yeah, definitely. Exactly. Now, see, you, that segues into something else that I, that I just thought about. How important is it to maintain the equity when it comes to the people that that are that are connected to you? 
think it's very important to maintain equity. I, I also have to say this. Um, first of all, you have to realize some people are seasonal and be okay with that. Mm. As I think sometimes you'll take somebody into another season that they weren't supposed to go into. And that, mm. that's a whole nother thing. But you got people that like, when I, when I'm talking about equity, I'm talking about lifers. Like you ain't going nowhere. You are a lifer. You know, uh, my best friend, Sophia, that's a lifer. You ain't going no, you're not going anywhere. So I invest in that. I'm going to check on your kids. They're your kids. If something were to happen to you, you know, I, I'm on it. You know, I'm, you know, that's equity. Investing time with each, fellowshipping with each other. That's equity. You're taking time and putting it in that relationship. That's a must. If you wanted to go anything, it's like a marriage. If I don't put anything into it, you know, you just don't say I do. And then I don't, right. You know, don't do anything after that. You have to do something from that point on. You should be doing something consistently, consistently. Man, look, and it's so important to have those for life people. Uh huh. Seasonal people are just mm, you temporary. Know, but you know, if they're temporary, I have no. I think as I've gotten older, I understand that sometimes you may be like, for example, I, if I'm taking a class with somebody, that may be just a seasonal relationship because we're we're doing something together, we're in class together. And it may not, if I don't put any equity in it and I don't push to say, hey, let's meet for dinner or let's do something, then it might have just been a seasonal relationship. Well, it's the ones that like I did the class, but I'm going to still call you and check up on you. We're going to go and catch <laughs> and get some coffee. I'm going to go outside of this. You know what I'm saying? So those are the ones, those are keepers, but you have to be able to know who are lifers and who are seasonal. And it's okay if they're seasonal. Be okay with it. And I think I've run the risk of when I think somebody's a lifer and they're seasonal and, and it breaks away and I'm like, I'm all in my feelings. Like, why you leave me? But no, <laughs> they were supposed to be there only for fall. They weren't supposed to be there for spring. Right. You know, so, and it's cool. <laughs> and, th- and I think that's the one thing that I think we, we as human beings just really just forget that, you know, some people are around for a read for mm-hmm. a temporary reason, temporary season. Mm-hmm. And, they're gone, you know. He, yeah. You don't, you don't care. You don't, you know. You don't, you don't cry. You don't cry. You don't cry. Well, if they, if they, if they, if they have, they have some, some connection to you, or you, yeah. you felt a connection to them. Then of course you're gonna be. Yeah. You're gonna have an emo. You're gonna be emotional about. You're gonna be emotional about it. Yeah. But then there's some people that want some you, folks. Yeah, like you know some folks, what? you want them to. Be, you know what? I'm gonna make this the next season. We're, you know, and there's nothing wrong. I don't. I think that's where we get. As long as you're, there's no offense there. You yeah. know, it's like you go on into the win. I always leave the door open, even for even even for seasonal people. I'm not closing the door. Now you really have had to do something for if I just right. you as you know you messing with my husband and my kids. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we yeah, that that's the line right there. That gonna be a whole nother line. But Ooh. I'm just saying, <laughs> pray for me, <laughs> but, man. <laughs> but other than that, I'm like. I leave the door open because I give people, I have a lot of people grace that's been extended to me. So um, I have a lot of grace for that. So I leave the door open, but it's on your side to op- come on in. It's not going to be me bombarding to you. It's going to be you coming towards me, but you're welcome. You're more than welcome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. And I'm like, mm, yeah, okay. Yeah. So you see them. So I'm going to just, I'm going to just tell you to you just go that way. please. Just go. It's <laughs> a stage left. Stage left. Yeah. Yeah. Like snack up with the exit stage left. Just go. <laughs> just go. 
because I, you know, at this particular point, yeah, we, yeah, uh, we yeah, can't, I can't do it. I can't I do can't. it. And you can outgrow your friends too. That's another thing. Man, oh gosh, <sighs> my goodness. You know, and it's like be okay with that. You know, be okay with that. You know, so you know. I mean, and then also they're just just during the course of just living this thing we call life, you tend to outgrow people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then even through your as you progress as a person and as you get better as a mm-hmm. person you just you just, you lose people and a lot mm-hmm. some a lot of us are not okay with that yeah <laughs> it's hard i don't want to lose her yeah and sometimes just like yeah it happens i mean you need i need friends that we celebrate each other's victories and that's one of the things like if i i tell you something and you kind of like or whatever you don't care <laughs> hold up you're supposed to be like cause i know that when something happens for my friends they're almost gonna think hey did it happen to you because you 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 you're so chipper i'm happy for you because you're my friend i exactly. love you and i want the best for you i want you to win and i do think that friends even if i'm not where i want to be right now and you're where you're at i'm going to celebrate you and be happy for you and excited for you and i'm not going to make myself feel bad and oh i'm not doing nothing no it should it should fire me up iron sharpens iron so it should make me say you know what if they can do that hey i got god i got the same god they serve i serve hey let's go i can let me do this it should push me to do more as well so we should encourage our friends you know yeah. so i mean it's oof that's so important because you know, for me, whether, whether you know whether you're a friend or you're an acquaintance or somebody that I that I that I'm connected that I'm either just now connected to, mm-hmm. or I'm just um or I'm connected I've been connected to forever. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a always clap clap my hands for you when mm-hmm. anytime you do anytime you do something good. Yeah. Yes. You know, I'm a you know I'm a razor. Hey, hey, that, that person right there doing doing what they do. Make they make they making it happen. Definitely, definitely. With too many, too, I think way too, way too many, way too much. I think we, well, I won't say. Well, I say, I say we. Mm-hmm. I think we as human beings really just kind of, and well, we as human beings, especially us people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't, we do not, we just, we just, we just ain't, we just don't do that. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't extend, we don't say, hey, congratulations, you're doing, you're doing a great job. I see you. I see you. Yeah. I see you. I mean, congratulations. I see you. I know anybody else looking at you, but hey, I see you. Good, you know, good job, King. Good, good, good job, Queen. Yeah. It does. It does. And we need to, we need to do that more. I have to give hats off to my mother for raising me to the point where she was like, you complimenting someone doesn't make you less than a queen. Me telling you you're a queen doesn't say I'm not a queen. So I can compliment you on what you're wearing. I can I'm like, girl, you're working. Oh, you're losing weight. Even if I feel like, dang, I didn't put on 20 pounds. But me saluting you, that you might have just needed that little push to say, oh, you noticing me? But I, but to have the attitude like I ain't telling her nothing, she thinks she all that. That's the poor, and that's something that we need to really dispose of period in all communities is that it's okay to salute and tell somebody you're doing a doggone good job i see you keep on because like we said earlier you get the fear and you get discouraged and sometimes hearing a word from somebody close to you telling you keep on fighting what you what you're doing it matters it's working some of my best to be honest the testimonies i get back from the songs people telling me um i don't even listen to your people i just recently had a um a comment 
I don't even listen to your genre of music and it's blessed me. And I'm sitting there like, what? <laughs> Praise God. He's like, I'm in a, I'm in a tight spot right now and your music is blessing me. That blesses my heart. But just, you know, just to encourage people. That's. Mm-hmm. You so, so much, so hit the nail on the head with that. And, <laughs> man, I just, I just wish a lot of us would just be up. And again, we're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would be, would just be more congratulatory because I mean, mm-hmm. it's, 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 and for, for, it's folks, it's people like you and then, you know, and Miss and Miss Angela and then Quinn and my two calls, Quinn and Coco, mm-hmm. they they have they really just have you know re, you know really restored my faith in in, in people. Wow! Because it's, it's because for certain because I because I, I thought all all I thought was just okay. Well, they I'm doing all this, ain't nobody seeing what I'm doing. But then when mm. someone comments you on Facebook, say, "Man, look, I see what you're doing, bro. Keep yeah. going." Yeah, yeah. I'm like. We need oh, affirmation. Yeah. We need that. We don't do it for the affirmations, but if we get it, it just, it's like a, I believe it's like a kiss from God. Keep on doing it. And, you know, it just helps. It's just a breath of fresh air when you do get it. It does help. Man, it's, and, and, and it gives you that, that, it gives you that energy and that oomph to mm-hmm. just, oh, okay, well, yeah. I, can, I, can, I can climb over this mountain now. Right, right. So true. Man, man I'm telling you, <laughs> there, there's, there's nothing like having those type of people around you. Like I said, my, you know, I won't say my faith in people was destroyed, mm-hmm. but it was on shaky ground. Okay. I got you. I got you. And then, like I said, when I came across people like Angela Thomas Smith and Quinn Jones. Sweetheart. Yes. And, um, and, and Coco Fenton and Monica Reese. I mean, mm. these, these are, these are people that have, you know, pour so much of themselves into me and there's and again this is not to cause a wishy washy moment but oh <laughs> hey I can never I can never ever thank them for wow. what they've done for me and I'm appreciative of that. And I'm yes. saying that I'm saying this out I'm saying this on air right on now. On air. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I thank you guys for being <clears throat> for being up being there for me when I needed that. You know, yes. because we all need that. We all, we all need, need it. We all need it. So yes. important. So it's important. So important. So with um, <laughs> now, just now to get away from that <coughs> emotional moment, <laughs> and now ending our emotional moment. No. <laughs> exactly, emotional moment ended. So let, I most I most definitely want to talk about such. You know, I want I do want I most definitely want to talk about you know your music and your mm-hmm. and your writing your songwriting and everything of that so i'm so i really do want to jump into that i do i do have one of your songs here okay um and i'm gonna make an attempt to play it um play it so i am gonna play it so the name of the song is where you leave me and that's the song that i use that's that's the song i use to make to make your to make your um your your, your flyer and things of that nature mm-hmm. so before i play this tell me tell me tell me where this came tell me where this came from Yes, this one right here. This one came from, <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm trying to, okay, okay, where that song came from was, right now, currently, we live in Alabama, and, right. um, and um, we've done several, several moves and everything, mm. and being led by God as far as moving, this particular time that we tried to move, we thought God had wanted us to move, we knew, we prayed about it. We got everything together. We prayed about we were supposed to move there. However, we got the timing off and we right. were a year too early. 
So uh, we had stuff in Alabama, stuff in Georgia, because we were living man. in Georgia at the time, and nothing would move. And we felt shame, all the, you name it. But in that process of doing all of this, um, I remember sing, sitting down. We had ended up staying at an extended stay for 18 days. I'm trying to make sure I got the story right. But we ended <laughs> up staying at an extended, extended stay for 18 days because our house wasn't ready yet. But we felt like failures. We felt, you know, like we missed this one. We really missed this one. So my kids were having a ball. They were swimming, eating um, <laughs> muffins. They was like, this is a life. And I'm sitting there like, oh, I feel like a loser. This ain't the life. <laughs> this ain't the life. And I think what really brought it on was when I took them to school and when I told them where we were living at and they said homeless. Um, that's when I just was like, I've never heard that before. Although we did have somewhere to go. My husband still had his job, right. but, um, that's what happened. And so I remember my friend, she called me, Cherie Gladney, she called me and she said, she mentioned, just said, where you lead me, I will go. And when I say she gave me those words, all of a sudden I was sitting at the poolside. And when I say my pen was just going God was giving me the words to where you lead me. And it, it started off one word from you is all I need to step into my destiny. I needed one word from God because we felt we had just missed it. But right. to, to fast forward, God, I'm telling you, one year exactly, everything turned around. And we got it. We got it right on the timing. That's we lived here. We just built a home and everything. So God is faithful. <laughs> indeed. Yes, indeed. That's and it's so important to hear those types of stories because, you know, that, you know, for, you know, even, even though, even though you're even though the timing was off, mm-hmm. it's the, it's, it's still, it's still, it still worked out. It still worked out in the end yeah. because, because he said, because he saw, because he saw a way to make provisions. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we, we, if we need, we need more stuff. We need those. I mean, even though, like I said, we need those types of stories because, mm-hmm. man, <laughs> I just I say you know I would say like look at you know mm. the one thing that I the one thing that I that I that I said to a good friend of mine this was a couple of days ago, and this is just you know watching the news all the all the all the glare all the gloom and yeah and, gloom and doom and yeah, yeah all the gloom and doom. My question was like, hey, well, did somebody did somebody rescue a cat out of a tree or something like that? You know, something I can hold on to. I mean, really? Right, right, right. Something, some, some ray of hope somewhere. Right, I mean, out of all of I mean, this, <clears throat> need something to hold on to. I mean, yes. I mean something. I mean, yeah. did somebody do a do an act of, do a good faith do a good Samaritan act? I mean, something, something, something. And you know, just like I said, you know, and I know that when you heard the word homeless, I know that was kind of like. Mhm. Yeah. Like you know, like it that right, me. like that right cross. Like, well, wait a minute, hold on. I ain't, I ain't know I you. Ain't I ain't know it was getting hit like that. Hold right. On. Yeah. I'm, seriously, I didn't know. I was like, what? They was like, you don't have an address. So here you go. I was like, you're homeless. And I just seeing that on paper, right. it just, it did something to me mentally. Mentally, it it it, it caused a, a a great deal of depression. But wow. I was able to write it. I was able to get my feelings out, and that's where that song was birthed at an extended stay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, you know, you know what? I and, had a roof over my head. <laughs> but, the, but you know what? The funny part about that is, and uh-huh. this this just popped, this really just popped into my head. Uh-huh. The funny part about it is the it's the be, the best material comes from adversity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
the mm-hmm. best the best material comes from when you're in that adverse space or in that space to where yeah. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. I'm in this desperation. Yeah. This is like, oh my goodness. That's where, that's why I said I like to hear the backdrops of songs because that even makes you want to love it even more when you hear they went through that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And that's, man, I I love, I I, I love it, man. Like I said, the best, the best material comes to, at least in my eyes, comes from Mm -hmm. when you're in, when you're in those adverse spaces. Yes. Mm-hmm. When you're in those those challenging times and like you know you know you got you know you got to buckle down yeah but, yeah but you but you don't but you don't necessarily you you still don't have the you still don't have the pathway or the map of how to do it right. so you're in so you so you're in that transition yes and I mean and you guys were in trans you guys were in a transition, transition. but you and you were able to write that. Mm-hmm. In your transition, but it all, but also for it to be a blessing. Now, I, now I'm, I'm not, I ain't, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna be truthful up front. Okay. I heard, I heard, I, I listened to this song three times. Uh huh. All three times, boo hooing. Oh. <laughs> oh not, not even, not gonna, not even gonna lie. Glory to God. Glory to I'm God. Like, <laughs> oh. Glory to God. She ain't. She not. She hold on. She she talking about me. Hold on. Why she talking about me? Why why she why she talking why she talking about me like this? Just please stop. Just please stop. Please stop. She talking about me. Stop doing that. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You put me all. You put me way out here on Front Street. On Front Street. I was right with you. I don't need. I don't need to be here. Stop that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And the. And I'll say it. I'll say this before you know. Before I play the song, it it's the first for the first the first few words of the verse is what. First of all, that dope. Those first to those first words mm-hmm. pull me in. Number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then to listen to the rest of it, I said, "Just, just, just wait, just wait till I talk to her." Shame on you. That was pay. I'm telling you, the paper had tears on it. I'm gonna tell you. Oh my goodness, I still see the tear marks of me writing it. Yeah. Don't wait till I see her. Shame on you. Shame. (laughs) How 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 dare you go? How How dare dare you go? How dare you go digging on the head? Glory to God. Pull on those heartstrings. You you don't know me from a can of paint. Why? Why? Holy Spirit does. Holy Spirit. <laughs> and in the midst of all that, you know, again, you know, for me, again, for me, it's more uh, for some. For me, for me, it's more of a vibe. It's also it's a vibe, mm-hmm. but it's also mm-hmm. a feel. Mm-hmm. And like I said, and each time I listen to the song, I'm like, oh my goodness, wow! And that's how that's the way I listen to it three times. Wow. I'm like, just wait till I get it. You know, and that's so funny you say that because GK, I have to give shout out to the producer, GK Jones in Georgia. I remember when he sent it to me and I was doing that. I was like, oh my goodness. I sent it to him. He had my lyrics and he just, that's when he just surrounded it with everything, music. And I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I burnt out? Really? What? 
but it just feels good when it all comes we have an anointed producer and yeah. just everybody i'm telling you because he's a minstrel so it's like hey it just gels well together I told her, I said, well, just wait till I get it. When she come in, I'm telling. I'm, 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 I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm telling you, you ain't right. You ain't right. You ain't right. You ain't right. You, you, are, you, all, you all up in here. Go that way. Go that way. Go over there. Go to your corner. Go to the left. Go to exactly. The- <laughs> go that way. You all up in here. Get, get, go. Just leave. Oh, my God. You can't be doing. You can't, you can't, you can't leave. You can't do me like that. Oh. It would, but it, it it brought me right back to like, and again, you know, um, a lot of our a lot of a lot of our audience, you know, I'm they they know that I'm not I'm not I'm just I'm not afraid to be transparent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It it brought a lot about it. It, it brought a, a lot of things about what I what have what I've been through. Oh wow! And then what and mm-hmm. what I and what I still go through. You Jesus. Know? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. The mental health aspect of it, you know, yeah. the mm-hmm. depression, the you know, the, mm-hmm. the PTSD, the anxiety, yeah, you know, still trying to you know make sense of all that, yeah, and then yes. you know, then dealing with the loss of a child, and you know, things of all those lot. things, yeah, there's a lot to deal with, and that one little sentence, mm, Jesus, she went, she went, she went there. Oh, I'm gonna get her. <laughs> I wanted him, people to feel that, to relate. I wanted to be um, relevant for people to feel that. To, Indeed. We're in this together. Indeed. Um, and, and, I, and, mm-hmm. I, and, I, and I and I'm most definitely like what Eric Lampkin said. You know, great <laughs> songs do come out of our greatest and hardest uh, seasons of learning and adversity. And that's it is so true. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I was I, and I and you know what, Mr. Lampkin, I'm I'll expound even further that you know great. You know, great books and great stories yeah. and poems come come from come from that too. True. So. So yeah, you know, kudos for you on that, man. So, without any further ado, I I, I most definitely want to play. I most definitely want to play this song for everybody because I want people to be I want people to be touched and I want people to be blessed just as I was um, when I heard it and then played it and then played it on repeat two more times. (laughs) And then played then played then played it on repeat two more times again today. Mm. And it's bless God. And the funny thing about it, it still evoked the same emotions of like, Jesus. Yeah, Thank you, Lord. So, so yeah, she she's a special one. We're gonna we gonna, we, we gonna have to have a sidebar conversation about that. Sidebar. <laughs> you can't you can't be dig, you can't be digging you can't be digging all up in my bed. That's Holy Spirit. I, I Holy Spirit. <laughs> get about my business. Get okay. <laughs> You don't belong here, get. Get, get. Yes, indeed. But ladies and gentlemen, you know, I'm, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I want you guys to, I really want you guys to hear this song. And I really want you guys to be blessed to listen to this song as it, as it, first of all, as it was a blessing to me to listen to it. You know, um, you know, make sure, make sure that the volume up so everybody can hear it. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I present to you, I present to you the song where, where you lead me, by my good by by my now good friend, <laughs> yes, Miss La, Miss Lonnie Crawford. Enjoy. Mm-hmm.
Nobody say <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna get continuous airplay. Oh, thank you. That that's a that's a new song in my playlist. Oh, ladies, thank I'm, you. 
ladies and gentlemen, per, boys and girls. I want if you got if you didn't listen to that man, the song is called "Where You Leave Me" by my good friend Lonnie Crawford. I, mm-hmm. I promise you, it's it it it, it blessed me highly. And you know, when you, if you guys listen to the playback of this particular pro, this particular podcast, you'll listen to it again. And I'm, it'll, I'm, I'm very, I'm very confident that it'll bless you. Oh, it's, glory to God, mm. man. That's God, okay, girl, mm. man. Let me tell you, mm, <laughs> Jesus. Woo! I'm at a loss of words right now. <laughs> glory to God. That's, glory to God. He's you so know what? What is that? What is when a song like that impacts someone so, so deeply, mm-hmm. you know, you have you have to tell people about it. Mm-hmm. You gotta let people know about it. It's, it's mm-hmm. yeah, this that's that's amazing, and that like I said, that that song is now on my playlist, like numero uno on my playlist. <laughs> I appreciate now. it. I really appreciate it. I thank you so much. My playlist now. So you've performed performed locally here in the States, but you also performed Mm -hmm. overseas as well. How was that experience um, overseas? So it was so life-giving. I performed actually in Poland um, and it was just a blessing to sing with other like-minded people and who didn't it now they can sing they love gospel music in poland they were going to sing <laughs> israel halton love it and can sing it but couldn't speak english you know it was just you know it was an experience and just getting with other christians across the water was just it was like i can't even I'm so glad I had the experience. I can say that much. It was, yeah. So you yeah. You, make, you kind of make it sound like it was almost halfway boring. Oh, halfway bo- boring? Did you say boring? I'm mean, you breaking up. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, it was. And when I say life giving, nah, it that's... was an. Ex- uh oh, because you was breaking up. Okay, I can hear you now. <laughs> You said boring. There you go. Okay. Yep. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I enjoyed it. We had great ministry over there. A lot of people um, gave their lives to Christ. It was evangelism when we went, when I went over there with some other singers. No, it was just life giving seeing how music is so effective even across the waters. You know, they were over there singing Israel Halton, Kirk Franklin. They knew it real good. I mean, they were jamming on it. But it was like we were there to bring the relationship and, you know, um, all of it was just an experience. I mean, just to see us all come together singing one voice. It was glorious. I mean, it, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> good deal. Good deal. The one question that I always ask artists, you know, and this is this this is largely due to, you know, not it's not genre specific. Okay. Okay. How important is how important is your music in this in this time at this time and in this day and age? How important is my music in this day and age? Is that is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. 
I would say it's very important um, because if you notice, I don't know if you have seen any of my lyrics videos that I have. Um, most of my, my songwriting skills come from, I start with this right here. I'll show you what I start with. Nothing. I start with this. And God will give me, and sometimes I'll get a scripture. Um, and I know you said it's not genre based, but this is how I write. And that's what makes it, I think that's what makes it relevant. It just comes from the word of God on my, I don't want to sing something that doesn't make sense. I want to make sure that it is doctrinally true, correct in that sense. So I, a lot of times I start with the scripture and it moves out from there and it just grows and blossoms into more things. Um, so, or it can start with a sermon or it can start with, like I said, an emotion. I've gone through something, you know, something that has, has happened in my life, but I think I want it to be the. And we lost her. We lost her again. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, again, I think there may be a connection issue or two, but I do apologize for that. But again, you know, I want to say that, you know, that particular song, um, Where You Leave Me, touched me immensely. It really did touch me immensely. And it had a great impact upon me as a person, especially going through the things that I went through as a, you know, from the from the depression standpoint and everything. Oh, there she goes. Help! Well, let me bring it back again. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Technical on difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. difficulties. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what makes it um, important. And in the day and time that we're living right now, I want it to be something. I want it to be classic that even 50 years from now, a person will play it and still can relate to it. So I want it to be relatable. Um, so. That's why I think it's it's so prevalent right now. You know, I have a new single that's coming out called Your Love. And we right now, what the world needs right now is a lot of love. It's a lot of stuff and, and God's love. So, um, yeah, so I want it to be relevant. Man, and it, and it is relevant to the, to the times that we live in, especially that particular song, because mm-hmm. it, gets, it speaks to a whole lot of a myriad of situations. Yeah, yeah. You know. Honestly, all it takes is one word. That's it. One word. I'm telling you, one word. The one for me, the one thing that drew me, even not just the word, not just the words of the, not just the lyrics of the song, but also the voice. I'm like, (laughs) you know, it it started. It started off like, like, so so she gonna she gonna be raspy like this the whole time? (laughs) (laughs) What's she gonna do? it wasn't being critical or anything like that. It was, no, no. She, she she gonna be raspy the whole time because she is. I'm gonna I'm loving it. <laughs> trying to plug up here, my um, all my stuff trying to go out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There we go. There we go. Okay. And I was like, you know, yeah, I like this. Even even the melody, the sort of like the the melody of it was so. It didn't. For me, I'm. I'm, you know, I'm not musically. I'm not. I won't say I'm not musically inclined, mm-hmm. but again, I go off vibe and feel. Mm-hmm. And I go, I go off the like the the kind of the ups and downs of a song. Okay, okay. Not not vote not not vote not the vocal. Now the mm-hmm. vocal stuff is what I you know I listen to that, but I listen I listen more to the melody of the song. 
Okay. Okay. The high, the ups and downs, and you know, the the runs of a piano. Yeah. And certain, and certain other things, because to me that to me the the musical part of it, not just the words of it, out mm-hmm. atmosphere. Right. And it and it pulls you in, and it pulls you into that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Combine it with words. <laughs> right, right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Takes a team. So I'll say this, you know, you it's out of the park, man. You knocked it out of the park. Home run, man. Out of the park. Home Glory run. to God. Glory to God. I mean, <laughs> when now from from conception to finished product. How long was that process? Ooh, from the beginning to the end of that? That mm-hmm. song was recorded actually. That was recorded four, I'd say about four years ago. Yeah, about four years ago. So once I, I had four. it in my journal, so I don't know how long it was in there. Because remember, I, I, I mean, I do know how long it was when I was. That was about four years ago. It was when all the, when it happened, and then I got the young man I was going to the church, and he said, let's get off the bench. And that was the song that I had. I had that, and I also had Your Grace. Those were things that I had written. I was like, let's, okay, let's go with this. And that's what I had um, that was recently placed in my journal. So as soon as I wrote it, God opened up a door where I had a, a gentleman producer that came in, and he got, he laid my vocals down. But the music came later on. I, the gentleman took my vocals. We recorded that song. <laughs> this is this. I'm gonna tell you, we recorded this in a bathroom. That was when <laughs> in my closet. <laughs> yes, it was in my closet. So <laughs> that's where I got my vocals. Oh man! I to, I mean, I'm telling it because I can tell it on the other side of it. Because it doesn't matter where you record it. Because a lot of, I've been in studios that were in different places. But he came and brought his equipment and set it up. And I did that right there in the closet. So you never despise small beginnings. <laughs> small beginnings. Got to start somewhere. I had to get off Man. the bench. Ooh. So. <laughs> So he, he so when he tells you to get off the bench, that that's his way of saying, "Look, I'm, I'm putting you in the starting lineup. You got you got to go. It's go time. Starting lineup. Let's go. Let's it's go. go Let's go. It's your turn. It's your turn. It's your time. What you gonna do? Exactly. It's your turn. What you gonna do? Yeah. Yes. Show up and show out. Show up. Show up. Show up. I'm finna I'm finna drop fifty points on y'all. <laughs> Can't do it without the Lord. I need the Lord. I'm telling you, that's that gives you the courage. That gives you the courage. Definitely, definitely. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And so you did mention that you have another song that's coming out on the 25th. Now, are mm-hmm. all these all these songs gonna all these songs on um on Apple? Yes, they're all on Apple. They're available. Yes, on Apple and all the other digital outlets. Yes. And we're excited. I actually have a new video that's coming out. And my, my daughter, 
Well, my daughter's going to be on this one, and she's seven years old. So I'm super excited about that. She's a little songbird, a little Lauren Joy. And so she has a snippet on there. So we're we're super excited. So this my first video and everything. And um, um, I was blessed with executive producer um, Samuel Miracle Brown, Samuel Brown, and his wife Karen Brown, executive producers of this. So it turned out awesome. So I'm excited. So it'll be premiering on YouTube on the 25th. Oh, this this. Oh, that's it. That's gonna be good. That's gonna be good. That's gonna be really good. I'm excited. So now the one the one thing I always ask artists, you know, or even authors that you know that come onto my or come onto this particular platform, is what advice could you give to an artist? Now this is now regardless of the genre. What what yeah. what advice could you give to an artist? That's trying, that's trying to come or just trying to come into this industry and try to make a name for themselves independently. Independently. And that's any genre. That's any genre, right? Yes. Um, I would tell yep. them, be true, be true to your sound. Be true to your sound. Know your sound. And don't be afraid, even if you have, you have a specific sound, there may be a shift. You, and be adventurous. Still be creative within that. So I don't know how to, I mean, within that, you still have a, a, def, a definite sound, but be true to that. And there's an audience for everybody. You know, you may not be everybody's cup of tea, but you're somebody's cup of tea. Somebody will play you on their playlist and all these different things, but be true to your sound and don't quit. Keep fighting because you're going to have days where you want to quit. Don't quit. Leave this earth empty. When I say empty, it means that you've done every possible thing that has been placed in you to do. Every possible thing. Whether I mean, and we're multifaceted, which means we can do multiple things, but don't quit. Because you don't want to look back and be like, I could have, should have, would have. I don't want to be a part of the could have, should have, would have game. I want to at least do as much as I possibly can. Leave here empty. I like that. Leave here empty. Yeah. Leave here because when you because you can't take it. With leave right. here empty, but, <laughs> right. but, make, but make sure everybody else is full. Yeah. <laughs> that means you've exhausted everything. Every you tapped into every possible gift that you have. You're not just going to leave here scraping, scratching the surface. Go deep into things of what it is. If, if you need to get more, invest in your gift. If that means you need to take vocal training or a writer's class or, you know, wherever it is that you've got a place to get in you, exhaust it. Go to get get the most, invest in, don't be afraid to invest in yourself. That's another thing. Invest in your, your talent. Man, oof. And far too many people don't invest in themselves and in their, or in their talent and they squander it. Mm-hmm. Never a good thing. Never a good thing Never. at all. And I'm gonna say this just to expound on what she's saying. If you got, if you, if you, if you talented, you know that you have this ability to reach people with voice, with word, with penmanship, or with. Um, 
artistic as well as well as you know maybe painting or drawing use that talent to the full use that talent to the fullest of of its ability and if there's something you don't know get knowledge in it yeah mm-hmm. there there are way there ways you can teach yourself there are ways you can learn to be better yes you know mm-hmm. There, yeah. There's no there. I mean, I'll say this: there's no such thing as there's no such thing as a perfect human being. The only person, only well, at least the only perfect being I know is Jesus. So that's it. So, but there's not I mean, get knowledge. I mean, because there's no to me, there's mm-hmm. no knowledge that is in power. Mm-hmm. 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 And the other thing is, and you may, you you. You expound on you expound on a little bit, uh, Miss Lonnie. Is mm-hmm. this cra- your craft? Take your craft takes practice. Yes. Mhm. Mhm. Practice every practice at it. You know, don't you know? Yeah. Uh, we not Definitely. now. We ain't gonna. We ain't gonna. We ain't gonna adapt the the Allen Iverson thing and say we you know. We are. We know how. We know what he said about that. Oh. So. Don't adapt the Allen Iverson thing and say we talk about practice. <laughs> practice, because when yeah, when you, when you get into that, when you get into that mode, that to me that's complacency. But you're not improving. Yeah, you get into complacency. Not moving forward in man, and complacency sits yeah. in for a lot of people that are in. Me personally, I hate that. Mhm, mhm, mhm. There should be some growth. There should be and some then, growth, definitely. Yeah, but then, but then also you get these folks that are like arrogant and they get puffed up. They think that their abilities outsh- outshine everything else. Yeah, I I, I really like, think that it it helps that if you have worked for something, you know, to me being an overnight sensation can some that can be not so such a good thing because you don't have that 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 fighting you to be like I've overcome some stuff I had to fight to get some things if you just woke up one day and you had a hit you don't appreciate it as much as somebody that you really kind of like push 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 and you've been working behind the scenes you've been writing and doing different things I really personally don't think there's a lot of overnight sensation I mean not not this one to last now you may get a be trendy for a minute. But I don't want to be an overnight sensation because overnight, that after that, you're done. That's 15 minutes of fame, you're done. When you're talking about when you're writing, like the word of God is solid. You can't nobody, they can't nobody fight against this. This is the word of God. So when I write, I want to make sure that it's based off of biblical principles so it can stand the test of time. That when trials are going through, people can say, "Yeah, that that's word right there. That's that's knowledge. That's strength." And like you see, and that's so I practice to make sure that I write out of it. And that's why I journal all the time and I'm writing all the time. And that's exercising that muscle, writing and writing and writing. You don't get tired. I get in workshops. I'm in writer workshops. I'm in worship workshops. Cause I'm, you never, you always should be a student of something. You know, you should always, and there's times when you're a teacher, but you should be a student. You should be learning and, and reading. That's a good other key thing. You should be reading something that you're pouring back into your, your spirit, into yourself. Wise words said, y'all. Wise words <laughs> said, y'all. Wise words said. I mean, 
it's so important for all that to happen because if you don't have any of that, then again, you jump into this thing called complacency and then complacency yeah. becomes a rule of the day and then you become this one hit wonder and then all of a sudden you wonder why you don't why you don't have the notoriety that you look at that you're wanting and right. cuz you didn't cuz you didn't practice your craft. You didn't. Yeah, you didn't. Cuz you it. you left it left it all on you left it all on the wayside and I and I and I love what you said when you said leave here empty. To mm-hmm. me that to me that lets me that that's tell that it, 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 it's another analogy that I look at it. Leave mm-hmm. it on leave it on the field. There you go. There you go. Leave it on the field. That's it. So if you if you leave here empty, that means the people that you impacted are full. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they have everything that they need to get through to 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 the next part to the next part of their life. Yeah. Man, look here. Didn't All someone it. say something that says a lot of graveyards are filled with a lot of, you know, unfortunately a lot of dreams and things it's it's filled full of that. People did not do what they were assigned to do. We have people that could have cured diseases and different things, but they died with those gifts. They died with that. I don't want to die with a gift that I never tapped into because I was afraid. Or right. I just didn't take the time to invest in. You know, you know. So Well or well, leave out of here without without impacting somebody. 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 Yeah. Because. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, to, to, like you said, the, these graveyards are filled with with like with dream with people that had hopes and dreams and aspirations. Yeah. And, and they never saw them. They never saw them fulfilled because they didn't act on them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and Daniel Womack said something really, really profound, and I love it. And I love it, Miss Womack. Thank you for that. <laughs> Pick up your mantle and carry it. Yes. Yes. That's it. I love Danielle. That's my sister right there. Miss Wolbeck, I could not agree with you. I could, yes. I could not agree with you more. Yes, yes. You know, so if, if you if you got a gift or something, you first of all cultivate it. You know, yes. you, yeah. the one thing I'm gonna tell folks: your gift is your mantle. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Pick it up, take, pick it up, carry it. Take it, take it to where, take it to where it needs to, take it to where it can be. It can give the most impact. Yeah. There's a scripture that says your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. So your gift could get you in rooms that you never even thought that you would be able to get, you know, in a room because of that gifting that God has placed on you. As mm-hmm. simple as it, I have been placed in rooms where in normal cases I wouldn't have been in there. Right. But because the gift that God has placed on me got me in that room where I didn't have to pay the ticket like everybody else paid. Or I didn't even, I skipped over some steps. So yeah. bless me. So in that sense, so. I mean, your gift, your gift also allows you to be go overseas. Oh yes, it, I was hand selected for that. Yes, so I had no idea. Just busy cultivating my gift, doing what I was assigned to do, and and that's how I ended up getting picked to go over. So you know in fact, this is a picture from Poland. Oh, um, cool. From the concert that. Um, I had no idea the next year they did it and they used me on their flyer for the next ah. year. And it was all over Poland and my um, close friend who went, he was like, Lonnie. Well, at the time, my name is Lonika, but he was like, oh my goodness, sis, you are everywhere. And I was like, roll me up one and bring it to me. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so I have yep. the frames and everything. Stand out. 
man, look, and Eric 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 Lampkin oh, came and came again said that's right, pimping ain't easy. That's but often, ne- but often necessary. Your gift will get you in, but your character will keep you in the room. There man. you go. That's it. Your character. Yeah. Bruh. Preach, brother, and preach. Bro. Again. <laughs> so in agreement with that because so many times we we, we think our gift is gonna keep our gift is our gift will get us in the door, but it ain't gonna but it ain't gonna keep us it ain't gonna keep us in the door. That's so true. So true. So true. Good word. And folks be like, Well, you gifted but you ain't in the room. <laughs> you weren't so why, true. Why? Cause your because your character got you kicked out. Kicked out. Lack of character. Yeah, that lack of. So and man, and that's that, and that I, again, uh, that so I'm just uh, that question popped in my head. How important is character when it comes to, you know, not only just being an artist, but also in life? Period. Mhm, mhm. It is extremely important. Um, we are teaching our children about having character, integrity, doing what's right when nobody's watching. Um, like, just like what my brother said, you know, you, your gift will get you in the room, but your character is going to keep you in the room. So you have to be able to, people should be able to trust you and, and with different things and knowing that your word is bond and that you're going to show up to things on time, you, you know, different things like that. It's character is deep. It runs deep and it will allow you to to stay in the room, but also be invited to other spots as well, because people will speak of your character. They man. will speak of that. Man, and it just came up. Man, look, I, I just, this, <laughs> oh my gosh, I just had, I just had this like this big, this big epiphany right now. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just really just posed a question. Really, it's, you know, it's my, it's like you know, what's the content of your character? Is it is it is it enough to keep you in the room? Mm. Wow! Is it enough your character? Because yeah. if, yeah. okay. if your character, because if your character jacked up, well, you won't be in the room too much. You won't be in the room. And I can say this. I can say yeah. this. I worked. Um, without naming who the person or a person is, I work with people that have great skill sets. Oh my God, the bomb. And you like, yes, I will work with you anytime, but guess what? I won't work with you because of your character. Because you lack good character. That's what kicks you out the room. I will work with someone with less skills that can get there and they're humble, and I'll work with you on that, but they have character. I would work with a person with less skill set, but character. That's how that's how much weightier character is for me than skill. Because like you said before, if you at least have a, a skill and you can we can work with you and you can you can invest in that and we can get it there. But your character? No, 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 Jack. Character weighs so much more to me. I, I gotta be able to deal with you mm-hmm. and be able to trust you. So <laughs> Yeah. The funny part about it is because when the minute someone you see someone sees your character, this and they see mm-hmm. they see it's all jacked up. Yeah. 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 Exit stage left. <laughs> yeah, that that way. Yeah, we got some humble that pride spirit too. Usually, tags on with that when you got character problems. 
they got pride and it's a, it's a couple other first cousins that roll with, with um that roll with having um that having a character flaw pride is usually first cousin or it's definitely a, a step brother <laughs> it's usually around the corner definitely <laughs> i'm oh, just saying they family know. members they family members all the time all the, oh <laughs> you 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 reckon you recognize them when you see them. Yeah, you recognize them. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So, at this particular stage of your career mm-hmm. and life, I always I always ask this question to everybody that I enter that I interview. You know, mm-hmm. life is not a race; it's a mar- It's a marathon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. What stage are you? What stage are you in your marathon? Are you at the beginning stage of it? Are you in the middle? Or closer to the home stretch? I think I'm in the middle because I think it's so much more that God has for me to do. I'm in the middle, and every day I'm asking Him for His wisdom on it. I don't want to get to the finish line. I mean, I, I don't want to. I, 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 mean, I believe I'm somewhere in the middle because I got much race left in me. Much. Much to go. <laughs> Much to go. So, yeah, I would say I'm somewhere in the middle. And, you know, seeking God every daily for that. Now, that's a good answer because I've had people that say, well, I'm home stretching it. And I'm like, well, you only this this many, you only, you, you young, bro. Right, right. Home stretching. But I did not. But I, but then again, but but it depends. But also, I depend. I also understand how they are because of their mindset. You know. Okay. So I'm one. There's one cat that one dude, one gentleman that I interviewed. You know, he said mm-hmm. he was at a home stretch of his, you know, his his rap career because he's because he because the thing he told me said he doesn't see himself doing. He doesn't see himself in this in that game for very long. Not because he oh. wants to be a one hit wonder, but because he wants to do other things out, wants to do other things within this within that within that realm and within that genre within that genre. I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. that that makes sense. That makes sense. I can see that. If you're home stretch, you're finishing this. So now you may be moving to the first place, you know, in the next thing that you're doing. So and you're in seasons like that. So Right, right. Man, but <laughs> Unless he's going into something else, God, you know, turning turn the corner somewhere else, he's finished with that. Maybe he's not going to revisit that. But I know music is going to always be a part of my life, regardless. Whether I'm training up my daughter now, who's doing it, I'm just passing the mantle over to her, you know, and having her. She's playing piano and you know, getting it. She's very musically inclined and teaching her the ropes, you know. So that's another thing to give to someone else, you know. Right, so important, so important. So with all the with all the success globally and nationally, do you, nationally, mm-hmm. do you feel do you feel like do you feel that you've arrived? No, arrived where? Where are we arriving at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that's Detroit right there. Oh, what? What? <laughs> no, I don't want to ever feel like I've arrived. You know, I always. Because you feel like you arrived, it's like, I need to depend on God for every single, and I'm not saying it just to be saying it, I'm so, I had a, I had a year where I had laryngitis for four months, four months, and that was mentally exhausting, and it was really, I really had to find out where my identity was, I couldn't identify with the fact 
if I don't have a voice, am I not lying anymore? I'm so much more than than that, than a voice. And it was like a mental thing, but it was like a reset for me. And I was able to say, hey, okay, keep on. And my voice came back slowly. But that was that was mentally exhausting to think I might never get my voice. I thought they thought it was gonna have to do surgery on my throat, on my vocal cords. They said they had nodules on it, it was swollen, all of these things, and that was an eye opener for me. So, you know, but no, I have not, I have not arrived. No, I no. When I when I get when I arrive is when I get across and get to glory, and you say, well done, I good. <laughs> There you go. That's the arrival part. <laughs> That's arrival right there. That's big time right there. That's the arrival part right there. That's the arrival part. Yes. <laughs> I mean, but you, but I do want to expound what you said. What you said about you know, if you don't have your voice, who are you? Yeah. And I, I don't. And I want to expound on that just a tad bit. Okay. You know, I think, and this is the, I mean, this is just a thought process of mine. Okay. A lot of a lot of us, a lot of people, you know, whether say whether they're singing, writing, whatever, or whatnot, mm-hmm. they think if they lose that ability to sing, to write, to speak, mm-hmm. they feel like they feel like they don't have value. Right, right. And the thing that the, the thing that I that I thought about is that it doesn't matter if you can't sing or you can't write, you still have value. Yes. Yeah. Because your voice or your pen, your pen, or it's just it's just one of the gifts that you were glad that you were given. That's true. So true. You know, we're we're blessed with we're blessed with physical gifts, but we're also blessed with intellectual gifts. Right, right, right. You know, if I, you know, if if it ever comes to a day where I were, you know. I can't pick up a pen anymore and I can't write a story or I can't write a book. There are, there are, there are other ways, there are other ways that I can, that I can use, use a gift. Even if yeah. I don't have that gift anymore, I can use another gift that I've been given. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, so the way I look at it, the absence of a gift doesn't necessarily, doesn't, and this is just how I see it. The, the presence or the absence of a gift doesn't define you. It doesn't. How you use that gift, how you use that gift is what defines you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how you call, how you cultivate, you know, how you cultivate people to, to not follow you, but to, for you, your gift is singing. Mm-hmm. Your gift is to bring to, is to sing, is to um, sing and bring, and bring people to God. Bring mm-hmm. people closer to God. Closer to God, yeah. Even if you, and I think, even if you didn't have that gift of voice. Mm-hmm. It's the you still have the gift of writing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can write. You can write. You can you can pen a song, and you can have your you can have someone else sing it, and you have or even better or even better, yeah, have your daughter sing it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and it's and it's the and it's the, it still has the same impact. Yes. Yeah. And what I, what a lot of people overlook is that well, I, I'm nothing if I don't have this. Why well, think like that? Why well, think like that? But that mm-hmm. you got you have other gifts that you were that you were blessed and born with. Yeah. So much. And God didn't make us just one, you know, just one gift. He's multifaceted. When I say multi he can he he can do multiple things. You know what I'm saying? Your mother, your father, he's he's a friend, he's he, he's your healer, he's your deliverer, all of these things. 
he made us in his image. So we're able to do all of these things. I put it this way. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm of, you know, I'm other things. I'm a teacher. I, I enjoy um, teaching children about praying. That's one of my, I love doing that. Change, training up young soldiers. I love that. So like you said, it's so much more to it. But when you're in the thick of it, and that's like a football player being injured and being told you can't play football anymore. And that's what you had. You banked everything on. I, that's what I've been told. I'm a football player. But you didn't turn around and find out you're really good at writing. You're really good at doing other things. And I think that's when you have those people that are aligned in your, in your group that are going to tell you, you're so much more than that. This is just a season. If it doesn't come back, you can do this. So that's when you talk about having somebody in front of you, behind you, and on side of you. You got to have a right squad. I'm telling you, the right squad is going to encourage you out of that pit. Definitely. Man, look, and I've always thought about it from that aspect of it, you know. And I've always asked the question, well, what happens if I don't if I don't write again? If I if I if I if I, if I, mm-hmm. if I never write another book, mm-hmm. you know. And the one thing that I had to learn how to learn to eliminate mm-hmm. is the is the what ifs. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> because if I because if you think in what ifs, then you'll be what if in your whole the life. Whole life, your whole life. Yeah. And if you 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 what if you gonna be you gonna be walking in doubt, you are gonna be doubting yourself the whole your whole life. And if you walk in those what ifs you never get to where you supposed to be yeah yeah distractions those what ifs can be distractions what if 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 if it does work just go for it and if you you fall get back up everybody has you look at a lot of people they're they're successful because they've fallen and they've gotten back up and they kept on moving but don't be the ones the what ifs are the ones sitting on the side of the road those are the people that have parked and they stop and then you're walking down the trail and you see what ifs they're sitting on the side just like i I just gave up i couldn't no i'm going to move forward (laughs) man look (laughs) fall down seven times stand up eight come on Get up, get up, get up. <laughs> that's my that's my motto. I take them fall down seven times, stand fall, up eight. Stand up eight. That's good. That's good. Because it and I look it's because it does to me it doesn't matter of you know I don't know I look at you know I'm I'm a I'm a progressive type person I and I think that way. You mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. this this life this this life we had this life we have is already predestined. So we already know what a destiny. We we don't know what a destiny is. We just know we gotta get. We just we gotta travel there, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And I've learned since you know, in the thirty years that I've been an adult. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I say thirty years because eighteen plus thirty. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I already figured out your okay. Carry the one. <laughs> <laughs> life is all about progress yeah mm-hmm. forward progress you know no one ever no one ever got anywhere got anywhere standing still no Mm-mm. no one ever got anywhere twiddling their twiddling their thumbs either no Mm-mm. so what you gonna do you gonna, you gonna say you gonna stand by the side of the road or you just you gonna get back on the road 
You know, you got a flat tire, you gonna fix it? Yeah. Or you gonna stand there and wait? I mean, it's cool to wait for AAA to come do that. But in the process of it, figure out what your next move is. Right. Right. And I, really? I think as we as human, we as human beings don't, don't, don't ever look at it in that in that manner, and and I, and when when we do, I think when we don't look at it in that manner, we lose confidence in ourselves. Mm. We lose yeah. we lose trust in ourselves, and then and then we believe that we can't do it. Mm. But then you know, there's always that voice. This voice that says, "Uh uh-uh. uh, uh uh." Get up! You better get up, eight. <laughs> you were made in my image. You were made in my image. You can, you, man. There you go, man. You were made in my yeah. image. You can do everything exceeding and abundantly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't create you. I create you to fall on your face. Yeah, that's it. Get up, my child. Get up. Get up. Yeah. Get up off your feet. Let's let let's yeah. go. Let's let's go. Let's keep living. It's game. It's game time. It's game time. Yeah. Get off that bench. <laughs> it's it's game yeah. time. Put them put them cleats. Put them cleats on. Put them cleats on. Put them gloves on. Let's go. It's it's your time to shine now. Definitely, definitely. Man, I swear, man, <laughs> I tell you. First and foremost, man, it's I'ma say I'ma say that this has been a such a wonderful conversation that I've had with you. To, to tonight and also to share your music with 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 our listeners and with our viewers i am true i'm truly i'm truly honored to have you um as a guest on my as a guest on my show truly honored and if you know if you want to come if you want to come back and you know talk about some other things by all means the yeah. door is open oh i appreciate that thank you so much this has been a blessing i've really enjoyed the conversation as well. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. So now, so before before we close before we close out today tonight's show, I do I am I do want to give you this this humongous opportunity to give yourself the the shame the shame the biggest shameless plug you can ever give yourself. Oh my god, this is hard. <laughs> so, oh my not hard, not hard, oh. not hard. Not hard, not hard. Okay. Hey, you got. <laughs> Okay. You got you got the floor. Get shameless plug. Give give shameless it up. Give, tell right. everybody where they can find you. All right, you can find Lonnie Crawford on all digital outlets. I have some singles out there. Your Grace, Where You Leave Me, Foot of the Cross, which is really dear to me. Foot of the Cross, and I have a new single that is to it is scheduled to be released on June twenty fifth, entitled Your Love. You can, um, it's with my daughter featuring Lauren Joy. She's only seven years old. And I mean, just follow, she just followed the, the anointing on her life. I'm just super excited about that. You can find me, you can book me at IamSimplyLonnie.com. I do virtual, um, I do virtual events. I've done date nights, you know, because we got to keep, you know, with this, with everything, this pandemic, I've done that because music is powerful. I've done that. I've done family reunions by virtual. So those things, um, you can just reach a girl. Um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I have a YouTube channel where I have some car worships on there as well. Um, even my daughter, we're doing some, some, some Christmas tunes and, and things like that. So, I mean, you can go and check that out. 
also, another side note, this is also with your gift. My husband and I have an awesome podcast. It's a um, podcast entitled um, Better Together with Dennis and Lonnie C. That's on Anchor FM. That's um, wherever you get a podcast at, Apple Podcasts. We love it. We It's a weekly podcast. We talk about God, marriage, sex, kids, and everything in between. So we have a good time. It's a coffee talk, talk, um, coffee talk with my best friend, which is my husband, Dennis, of 20 plus years. And um, yeah, I think I, I hit everything I see. <laughs> Man, look at him. Multifaceted, multi-talented. That is, I love it. I love it. I really do love it. <laughs> But look here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm, again, I'm so delighted to have this young lady that, to have had this young lady in the building with me tonight just to talk about her music and just to have a wonderful conversation. Man, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, reintroduce it to y'all. <laughs> gospel, art, gospel artist, podcaster, teacher, <laughs> just an extraordinary <laughs> lady. <laughs> Man, look here. I was about to say that. I was about to say that. I was about to say that. <laughs> you beat me to the punch. You beat me to the punch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, you, no, you got it. You got it. Man, look. She's, this, this, is a, this is an awesome, this is an awesome, awesome woman. Um, oh, God. And I am, I am so, again, I'm so honored to have her here on the show. And to, to first of all, to share her music with not only, not only with me, but also with our audience. And that that in itself is truly a blessing. Mm-hmm. I I love it, man. I love it. You know, and I, like I said before, you you have you can come back. Just let me Thank know when. You. Okay. Let me know when. Let me know when. And you know, if you guys want to have me again as a guest on your podcast, hey, I'm hey. Definitely. I would love. I may, I may bring back my hubby with me. Now he okay. We would have some good fun. Oh boy, <laughs> look at him. Fun. Man, that 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 would be fun. I I, <laughs> I would look forward to that one. Oh, yes, but yeah, yes. but ladies and gentlemen, this this is this is a woman that first of all she's after she's after God's own heart. Very very t- immensely talented. Um, good, I, and I want you know to say to say to say she's a good person would be an understatement. Aww. You know, I'm gonna say wonderful person. Thank you. Um, this, I have truly, truly enjoyed this opportunity to have you here just to talk with you. And it, you know, I'm just going to let everybody look. You guys, please just go, go listen to our songs. They are so, look, if you don't, listen to leave, listen to the first one I played to you guys the first time. That's the one that's gonna get you. <laughs> that's gonna get you. That's the one. That, that's the one that's gonna get you. So, man, Lottie, sis, thank you so much for coming thank on to the show. Oh, it's, thank you so much. I love. You know what? You know this is this has been so eye opening and so. I'm at a loss for words right now. Aww. <laughs> all I can all I can say is just you know just. Oh, glory to God! Glory thank to you. God. Thank, thank you. you so much, Pat. Thank you. I will be back. I will definitely be back. This was enjoyable. 
Enjoyable. Yes. I want to thank my friends that came on. Eric, yes. brother, with a, from a different mother. That's my brother, my sister as well, Danielle. This is family that's on here. Um, Denisha Chapman, this is family. And thank you, everybody that came on for just for your support and, and support. And Fred, just make sure you keep, keep tabs on him, what he's doing. Follow him as well. He's doing some great things as well, so I, it's been an honor. I appreciate that, y'all. Man, look, go check go check her out, man. She she got some great music on it on Apple Music, but also where you get podcasts, where, where you also get your streaming music from. Yes. Keep your ears to the ground for on the on June twenty fifth. Twenty fifth, yes. Look, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a premiere of a video with her and her daughter. You guys do do not want to miss that, man. I promise you, it's gonna be something that's gonna be that's gonna edit. That's gonna be. Awesome, it's gonna edify your soul, man. And again, once again, I want to thank Miss Lonnie Crawford for coming in on the show tonight and just blessing us with her enthusiasm for her craft and her love, her love of God and her love of music and her love and her love of wanting to just use her voice to bring people closer to closer to Him. Yes, yeah. So Lonnie, so Lonnie, I thank you very, very much for coming on tonight. Yeah, I love it. Man, I love I love you, sis. Thank you. Love you too, bro. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes, ma'am. Ladies (laughs) and gentlemen, that's gonna conclude our show for tonight. But look, this hey, I'm gonna be we're gonna be gone today, but we're but we won't be very far behind. So tune in so keep so keep please, please, please follow us on Facebook at Trailblazers Radio. Also on YouTube at Trailblazers Radio. We also have our Instagram page at Trailblazers Radio and also Follow us on Anchor at our at Trailblazers Radio as well because I because I do upload our upload the audio of these interviews to Anchor so you guys can follow you guys can you guys can follow those follow from follow us there and man we we got this particular platform has some good things coming down the road so I want you guys to still keep your eyes and ears on the ground for us man because we got some good things coming and I know that you know my other two guests have some great things coming out and. I was supposed to write that down and give some announcements, but I forgot. <laughs> but you know, the one now, now I do have another one special, a couple of announcements for me. I, for, I guess for me, um, I want you guys to tune in this coming Thursday where I have um, independent rap artist King Strap in the building. We're gonna talk about his his music career and also, you know, a lot of the, a lot of other things. Also, I have an audio podcast called Unpopular Opinion that is that's gonna be streamed that that I have that I'm gonna start streaming monthly. Um, the first episode is currently out right now. It's currently out on Anchor right now. Um, I do want to let you guys know, listener discretion is advised because uh, the opinions that I express are mine and they are very strong. So I want to tell y'all that right now. Mm-hmm. So, but once again, man, not to not to take away from my beautiful guest here, I want to thank her again for coming onto this show and blessing us with her presence and her music. Thank you so much. Her music, y'all. Look, I ain't say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing else. I ain't gonna say nothing else. <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing else. You got, you guys have, you guys just have to go, go to your, go to where you get your, where you, where you get your streaming music at, and live, take a listen to her, man. Check her out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google, um, yeah, where, probably. wherever you get your music at. Just check her out, man. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Might be emotional, but you won't be disappointed. Lonnie, again, you know I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Thank you. You have you have I, you have you have blessed you have blessed this you have blessed my audience with your presence, and you have 
drop some beautiful nuggets. I think that everybody's going to be able to take a hold, take hold to tonight. And I want, I really, I really want to thank all of your supporters and your family for, for, you know, taking the time out on a Friday evening and coming on to support you. Big, you know, the, the big up to you guys. Yeah, yeah, big up. I appreciate it. Yes, indeed. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to end this episode of you know Trailblazers Radio. But again, <clears throat> we got we got we got good stuff coming to you guys coming next week with my SD podcast. Also on Mondays and Wednesdays, and on Thursday, like I said, this Thursday I got King Strap in the building, and. Just keep an eye on us, man. And on that note, I want to, I want to, first, a couple of things I want to wish you guys. First of all, I wish you guys a good night. Number, number two, take care of each other. Love each other. And above all, stay safe. You got to be blessed. Happy evening. And until next time, big up to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Big up. I appreciate it. Yes, indeed. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to end this episode of, you know, Trailblazers Radio. But again, <clears throat> we, got, we got we got good stuff coming to you guys coming next week with my SD podcast. Also on Mondays and Wednesdays, and on Thursday, like I said, this Thursday I got King Strap in the building, and just keep an eye on us, man. And on that note, I want to I want to first a couple of things I want to wish you guys. First of all, I wish you guys a good night. Number number two, take care of each other. Love each other. And above all, stay safe. You got to be blessed. Have a evening. And until next time. I will sit at the foot of the cross where your love came flowing down I will sit at the foot of the cross where I'm found and no longer lost a place where I can hide away where my sins are cast away in your loving arms is where it's where I wanna be Wanna be Wanna be I will sit At the foot Of the cross Where your presence is with me the foot of the cross where your love has paid the cost a place where I can hide away where my sins are cast away in your love and arms it's where I wanna be it's where I wanna be wanna be It's where I want to be.
cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. I'm happy all the day. 